here's, here's the thing too is like okay I, I'm gonna be clear like this is not like a condemnation of Grav because I was just as ignorant of the stuff that I'm about to describe in this era as you were I'm sure but here was the real issue is like so like Grav's 100% right so you got these people just they're just desperate to make money they're just trying to farm out like churn out some content you know out of the content farm that'll like get people's attention and so here's the kind of content that you had a lot in this era would be a video like this the video is titled uh should women be allowed to play video games and then uh <laughs> what makes uh, a real girl gamer well, yeah, what not. makes a real girl gamer? I shit you not. And that was a huge topic of debate. It's that a, debate still it's a 12, rages on on Facebook, I bet It you. still rages on to this day um, amongst the fucking absolute weirdos of the internet who have never talked to a girl. Um, and uh, uh, so there'd, it'd be like a 12-minute long video, right? What makes a girl ga- who? who in who, the who are real girl gamers? And in the, the thumbnail, thumbnail would be have like, like a porn like, actress that that has yeah, the, and, and, the, and, the, and playing the game and he's the like, wrong way with the TV screen showing. And, yeah, looking stupid, like playing a game, and he's like shooting her, you know, <laughs> like the guy or some shit. And then it's a 12-minute long video, yeah. and at the end of the video, he's like, "Every girl who plays games is a girl gamer. We should stop excluding women from our community like this. It's actually really messed up." that we have to keep having this conversation over and over again. And that's the end of the video, right? But the problem is, for 10 minutes, this dude has been both sidesing this shit to get there, mm-hmm. right? And to generate mm-hmm. the clicks. He's Philip the okay? it. And to fill up, and to, <laughs> yeah, and to just, to, just to fill time and shit. On both sides. Like, <laughs> but seriously, it's like, you, 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 you know, you're, it's like they, they're trying to fill the time and get the clicks and get the ad revenue money and all that stuff. So for 10 minutes, they both sides this issue. They put an inflammatory title, thumbnail and everything. All to, at the end of it, be like, of course, of course girls can get, like, a lot of these, a lot of this content would conclude with something reasonable. But the mm-hmm. problem is, even by just giving some space to the idea that maybe this is a debate, then you got people in the comments section like, yeah, I'm glad at least you're talking about it. And, and, you know, there are a lot of fake. I don't really agree with you. There are a lot of fake girl gamers, but you presented a fair look at the issue, whatever. Those people in the comments then, they're forming the top of a funnel that at the bottom of which is fucking school shooters. And you might think I'm exaggerating. No, you're, no, you're right. But that's what I mean by skepticism. So, like, you, the two of you had this view from gaming. Right. And I had this view from actual. So I'm the opposite. I was I was in a pool of school shooters. Right. <laughs> like we were all <laughs> planning it. Right. In various different ways. We were trying to think about the best way to pool our resources to do that shit together. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. we, th- some a lot of the shit that I was like into and reading constantly was some dark shit. Right. And it was more or less like I don't know how to explain my thought process behind reading any of it. But in my brain, I was thinking to myself, like, if I read about it, I won't do it but I feel it, right? Like, I feel you, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hate these, you know what I mean? Like, I hate these normies or whatever the fuck they were talking about. I don't, there was no word before they existed. I don't know what they were, but there was like, there was a word, oh, I couldn't remember, I can't remember it, but it was like, it essentially stood in for normie, and this is pre-2008, and I, I can't remember what it was. Fuck, it's gonna drive me crazy. Anyways, the, like, I saw the opposite end. So I, I saw the end product. Mm-hmm. Right. The school shooters. Right. The people that were like way into like fucking improvised <laughs> explosives and shit and trying to figure out all this stuff. 
and like I saw them and I saw the path that they took and the path that they took was like through skepticism YouTube because they were on it they were trying to emulate a lot of this shit you know what I'm saying they were like they were posting videos of themselves like with guns and shit like talking about like yeah this is a I personally don't believe that like these people should have rights because you know what I'm like and it could it didn't just necessarily like people of color it would be weird with it sometimes there was a guy that was on there all the time that was like convinced that if your hair was like curly in any way that it's a recessive gene and that you should like be you should be culled right <laughs> like that's crazy to me because it wasn't even like a color or racism thing it was a gene thing you know what I'm like how the fuck what the fuck are you talking about man you know what i'm let's, saying like let's measure some skulls let's yeah and he was just like he was like he was like if you look at like asian populations they're extremely based because they've removed all of the curly hair from their genetic pool and i'm like what the fuck are you talking about dude right <laughs> like that kind of insane shit were the people that i like was seeing and those guys were like they were already at like too far gone they were there's no there's those guys are all either dead or in prison or in an fbi boot camp somewhere <laughs> you know what i'm saying like they're either uh, they're either in law enforcement or they're being you know tricked by law enforcement <laughs> to do something the, the crazy schizophrenic cars with yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Yeah. fbi fbi was aware of the shooter yeah, yeah. Guys. They're, they're either in the fbi or they're being they're aware that the you know the fbi is aware of them no two no middle ground on any of that stuff but like fuck it i'm the middle ground from that right like i'm the normal guy there which is crazy to think about that i was i was the regular guy from that time and like seeing all that stuff kind of explode outwards and like like hearing it from your side because i don't have the i don't know anything about gamergate like really i don't know that much about like anita sarkeesian i know that she's like a figure in it i don't know like the games journalism stuff none of that stuff means anything to me because it's it's not where i i saw these guys where i saw these guys were from was from all these like they were already too far gone and then i saw a shift i saw like an irony takeover Right, because these guys were posting about this shit seriously for years and years and years, and then in 2010, right around My Little Pony coming like coming on board, a shift had happened, where these dudes were no longer taking themselves seriously, and it was weird. It was like, it was like, yeah, we're doing this because we're friendly, like we're we're all friends, we're all big friends, and I don't know how to explain it, but it was a very crazy like mentality shift where like there was guys that were subverting the expectation that they were scary people but that you know what i'm saying like they were like yeah we're just big cuddly dudes we just love you know hanging out with our bros and we're just normal regular and then like no motherfucker no i, I watch those youtube videos that you're posting you're not normal you're not you're not regular you're not a cuddly dude you're a fucking dangerous threat right? like i'm just what a big cuddly dude who thinks we need yeah. to call one third of the human population yeah, yeah. Right? it's insane legitimately like and that's what i mean by like i i saw a gamergate happen from the reverse end right like i saw the end point before i before anyone really did and like i don't know how to like square that because to me and it was weird because it was very strange because those those like especially like rottenegs.com always started out it had a lot of like you know here's how you build a bomb in your backyard or like here's how you like make fertilizer so that you can build a fertilizer bomb and like you know get ammonium nitrate and all that stuff like this is how you do this stuff and this if you need to remove a bullet from your leg this is how you do it right like all kinds of shit like that that 
went from being like that to like this is how you beat Dark Souls and <laughs> do you know what I'm saying like crazy what a fucking wild shift to watch that happen in real time and I couldn't figure out what was going on well let me and tell I, like, you, still to this if you watch feminist yeah. frequency now you're gonna be like these are some basic ass cold takes <laughs> that the gaming community just could not fucking handle I didn't even understand I was just like why is everybody up their own ass and then I watched a YouTube video that kind of gave it away where one of them was just like huh Anita Sarkeesian is getting a lot of hate today but eh she's kind of old news is she still getting views and then they like scroll down the YouTube lit like they type in like Anita Sarkeesian and they go to like recent videos or whatever they like filtered it and they're like, holy cow, this video got 100,000 views and it was just made last week? All right. So we're talking about Anita Sarkeesian today. And I'm just like, oh, my God. This is our take <laughs> on what she said. Jesus Christ. Oh, sorry. Uh, no, as, a, as an indirect side effect, this also is how we end up with this culture of people, like, making YouTube videos, like, the five most fucked up sex murders <laughs> and they're, they're like smiling in the thumbnail like yeah no I, I I had this I had this wild theory that like that the invention of Red Scare accidentally fucked up something in the it created fem cells and now like the universe is gonna get worse right like <laughs> like we're we're about to go through some serious shit because the first like Femcell female shooters are gonna start appearing in th within the next ten years, and there's fucking nothing we can do about it. Like, so I actually don't agree. Just... <laughs> I, I think I think uh, the shooters are gonna continue to be men, and that they're gonna mm -hmm. continue to be almost entirely white. Um, no, of course. I but I think listen. Do you know how many shootings happen daily that we just don't hear about? Uh, the first femcell uh, shooter is gonna be martyred so heavily. It'll be ridiculous. Well, but we already we already had one. Do you remember the YouTuber? Oh, I thought you were gonna say we already had one. It was Ashley Babbitt. No, no, no. <laughs> do, you, do you remember? Do you remember the YouTuber? <laughs> Jesus, do you remember the YouTube that YouTube lady? I can't remember her name, but she shot up YouTube. I was actually there. I was there the day. I was like across the street from YouTube, working at a working a lunch somewhere. But I remember like, I just remember hearing shots and being like. That's shots. I'm like, ah, oh, it's probably nothing. <laughs> like, literally thinking about this. We're in fucking. We're like in the one of the nicest areas in the Bay Area. Like, this is fine, right? Like, we're in San Bruno. This, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's no way that this is actually happening. And like, sure enough, I walk outside and there's just police swarmed everywhere. But she like, she did it because YouTube took videos down. Took her videos yep. down. Yeah, I remember. Right, I and remember like, this. yeah, and then she just straight I up. I, I, I probably will be proven wrong, but I just don't <laughs> think we'll have a woman mass shooter in my lifetime. Do you honestly think we've already had? And we've I, already I, had I feel like as years. I'm saying this, it's going to happen in the next ten minutes. I was just gonna say, <laughs> like, ten years? That's that's pretty long. I don't even think the United, the United States, States ain't going away. Last in ten years. It'll change. It might change hands, but it's not going to change. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm that's, probably that's... wrong to an ex like, especially there will be an exception if nothing else. But the main reason I'm saying that is because stochastic white male terrorism is this very special, unique thing that is like poorly understood by a lot of people still. 
Um, and uh, that includes myself to a large extent, but I have tried to like put the puzzle together a little bit and it very much relates to everything that we're talking about. Um, and it's so, it's so essentially misogynistic at its core. Like I've, I've kept mentioning like hating women during this podcast over and over again. And you might have wondered like why I've emphasized that so much if you've been listening to this. Like, cause clearly like these people also tend to hate queer folks, you know, people of color, minorities of different kinds, you know, like religious minorities. Like, like they, they hate other kinds of people too, but misogyny is critical to this movement of online white dudes who love my little pony and are going to shoot you. Um, like it's really such a critical component of how all this works that it's like, it would be very interesting for there to actually be like a femme mass shooter just because like the 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 like uh the institution so to speak of mass shootings i wasn't sure what else to fucking call it <laughs> the institution yeah, no. of mass shootings is like designed to hurt feminine people the most in some ways i get where you're coming from i fem cells and like this feminine this like it's a it's a it's a patriarchal development it's it's patriarchy that women white women can, can indulge in if that makes any sense right it's it's mm -hmm. pickmeism right it's pickmeism to that's the true. extreme of yeah. of like fem cell shit right like so that's the thing about like pick me the the pick me idea of like which is crazy because i don't like using that term because it's it's like a term that that like men created which is weird to me to like i don't know i don't know what the fuck the word there's no a good word for it but essentially like the term the term uh like fem cell shit came it comes from pygmyism comes from like you know i want to be as a woman i want to like serve men properly i don't know fucking no it's crazy or i'll never be pretty enough or i'll never be good enough to survive in this world yeah. which is not just fucking yeah. patently untrue well you know yeah, what i'm saying I, mean, I, I think we're in total agreement on this like even that comes from misogyny obviously so yes it's like yeah, yeah that it's is, all the that, same yeah. so so i guess yeah okay so there could be a fem cell mass shooter it's it's patriarchal. You know I'm what? Like, I have to just concede this one. I just have to concede this one. I was gonna say Marcos, you're, no you're, you're, you're right about everything, and I don't know why I disagreed with you. That Australian, uh, uh, that Australian Twitter user or whatever. I forgot her name. Uh, I know who you're talking about. Fuck. Uh, I put someone oh, onto shit. her. Uh, fuck. The, she's a goblin. She's the full goblin. She's full. What the fuck is her name? It's gonna drive me crazy. Um. I can't even search her up because I'm blocked. So like, I couldn't, mm. even if I could remember her name, I couldn't remember it. Fuck. She's the one that sipped what is uh, the... Red Bull from a straw. That was like her caption pic. Like yes, that was always her. And yeah, and then she's always wearing the witch wig. She looks like a demon. <laughs> like, yeah. she's she's a yeah she's a perfect invocation and she's of like all a white like about woman the, demon. the friends and stuff like that. But she's like low left yes, or far right left or whatever. Yeah. So that that friend stuff and far right nationalism shit comes that like ironic. Do you know what wignat is, by the way? Like, it's one of one of my funniest, one of the funniest terms that I love to put people on because it blows my brain. But a wignat is a wigger nationalist. That's what. <laughs> that's a. It's a right winged. Think about those two words. Put them together and see how they make sense. They don't make sense. It's that... literally one of the. <laughs> when I talk about how it, it's you brain gonna... poison. Who, yeah, how no, are you going to keep appropriating <laughs> black culture after you kick them out of your country? It doesn't make any sense. 
It doesn't, and then now, so the the term has changed. Can you imagine? Used, I, you know what? I want the wizard <laughs> nationalists to secede. I want them to. I want them to get their own nation because can you imagine watching that shit collapse. That would be the okay, funniest so, thing that has ever existed. I'm sorry. It's but. it started out as a slur that like. So okay, this is where it's crazy to me. This is an insane thing, but within like far right nationalist like fucking movements there's like you're not white enough mentality right and so like at the very yeah i know know, you're right you're right i know what you're talking about (laughs) at the very peak top of that is like paramilitary nazi right like they work for the government and they do they do like they literally work for law enforcement and they're at the top and they're the guys they're like the real true aryan dudes the only people below them are like people who are pulling the strings in like Oslo <laughs> you know like in Europe doing the real shit right? right those people are like fucking essentially like a step above this top and that top is this like nationalist like you know patriot not patriots front if you've you've never heard of these names like they're not any name you've heard of right it's 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 shit like you know like the, it's the, not the Adam Wolf. The one Waffen. that it's might come to mind that people would know is like Steve Bannon. Like if you think of the people that he hangs out yeah. with, like yeah. when Steve, he's traveling yeah. Europe and hanging out in those castles with those weird rich dudes. Those weird rich dudes. That's who we're talking about. Yeah. So and then below them are like militiamen, right? And then anyone below that is just like a hobbyist, like a like the, the way that they're considered is like oh you're a racial hobbyist. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not for real about any of this shit and those guys call like the KKK you're, you're a LARPer yeah yeah they're LARPer yeah you're a LARPer the guys those guys call like the KKK and all the like south movements they started calling them Wignats which stood for Wigger Nationalist which at first started out as like it was a slur against them and then there was an adoption of it and it was exactly what you thought it was holy right? shit <laughs> right it is ex- when you're picturing that in your mind that is exactly what exists now. And then something happened recently where was that that Nick Fuentes kid started calling his own like people who like listen to him. He started calling them that and then they started calling each other that. And it was like, "Oh, we're taking that word back," which is crazy to me. Right? <laughs> like the mentality of it is what insane. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like I don't know how to explain any of this shit it to a normal person, right? But like that that's why we had to do a two-hour podcast about this subject (laughs) yeah because we're trying to we're trying to explain to the world that this really this shit really is all connected yeah it's all it's all connected it's all connected because essentially like these race these racist dudes are are deeply these this race this racist identity is deeply embedded in like the marketing in America, right? Like these communities are deeply embedded and like the friendship, this like alt-right, I, and it's not even alt-right anymore. It's just the right now. It used to be alt-right, but it's not the alt-right. It's just, this is now the, the new alt-right is like people who are old alt-right who are just like, I, I don't care if people are black and, and exist. I, all I care about is that we keep spending down. Yeah, Those the people are the Donald new Trump. alt-right. The election of yeah. Donald Trump was proof that the alt right is not the fringe of the party. Yeah, they are the center of the party, and like that that mindset, like this Christian nationalist shit that's been taking up all this stuff. This all comes from and was like built in the marketing of like wholesome, 
we're we're here we're friends we're friendly we're we're all friends it comes from like my little pony spaces right which i don't know how it happened i don't i wasn't there for the formation of it but watching my little pony like watching that subversion of masculinity watching that subversion of like you know uh just like this subvertive context where like yeah i'm I'm, these are you know we're just bros and we're hanging out watching a girl show that kind of shit is what translated right that kind of like i don't know how to that uh well the white anger anger. that white anger translated across the mediums and the the crazy thing is that you mentioned it but like um I think a couple of like key far right figures rose from the Gamergate controversy. Like they got their start oh, in the Gamergate controversy, and then went on to like either be far right, uh, you know, far right Nazis, or be uh, on the Trump on the Trump 2016 campaign themselves. Landing on there. yeah, um, uh, Milo Yiannopoulos. I mean, I he's obviously disgraced yeah. now, but Milo Yiannopoulos started out as a Gamergate critic. And even, honestly, like, if you go back and read some of his early shit that he was writing about gaming, like, some of it's not even unreasonable, you know? He was just, like, again, it was like he was just content farming, looking for something to stick. What stuck was alt-right bullshit. Um, and so then he leaned into that. Uh, but you go back to his earliest content, it's clear he, he wasn't committed to that shit back in the day. Like, he didn't give a fuck. He just he just dove into that because it became popular. But then he made a whole alt-right career out of it. You know, like, uh, it became a whole part of his life that became much bigger than Gamergate. And he was out there promoting, you know, helping Trump get elected and promoting horrible things and, you know, doing all this stuff. And it's like, he also got that's a lot bigger than like Gamergate. One of those rich white dudes like in the castle, right? right? Yep. Peter, Peter Thiel literally. actually did it. Peter yeah. Thiel literally gave him money. But, I mean, beyond... Beyond that, he did something more, like from a marketing perspective, he did something more impressive than all that stuff. He opened up a demographic that they normally didn't have, which was gay white men, right? And like at that point, if before Milo Yiannopoulos existed, you couldn't really be like openly Republican and gay. It wasn't one of those things that was like they had. Well, the, what is it? The I'm going to disagree log- with you just slightly because the log cabin Republicans. That's what I was going to. I was literally about. We're not stole new, the word right out of my but mouth. But here's what Milo Yiannopoulos did: is he made it? He made it young, fashionable, hip. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. He he did. Ba- he was the Batman. I don't know if I've, I've explained this multiple times on different podcasts, but I believe in two types of gay. There's Superman gay and Batman gay. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so, like, Superman, su- log, cabin, log cabin Republicans are Superman gay, right? They want to live this, like, super beautiful American lifestyle where they hold hands. They kiss one time very respectfully and not in front of other people. And they do, they're, like, essentially sexless. They're just, like, dudes that, like, hanging out with dudes and doing manly stuff together. But they're it's a very, like, clean and washed, you know what I'm saying, Sanitized like, vision image, of homosexuality. Yeah. The, at the very, very least, yeah, they're very, very sexless on the outside. Because we yeah, know a lot of these Republicans yeah, no, on the inside, be, they're doing be wild real shit. freaks behind doors. But, yeah, they really want that appearance of, like... And, in yes. fact, it's, it's like they're kind of leaning into that for everyone else's comfort even you know what i mean it's yes. like it's like because they're because they're trying so hard to be accepted by people that will never really accept them so it's like you know we're gay but it's like it's not like we really do the gross gay stuff with our butts and things like that come on yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally yeah that's literally where it comes from and so beyond that is batman gay right 
and Milo Yiannopoulos is very much Batman gay. And Batman gay is like, I'm fucking, I'm sucking, I'm out here, I'm doing wild shit, and you know it, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, it's not even, when I suck a guy off, it's not even gay. You're gay for thinking that I'm gay. You know, like, that kind of, like, <laughs> wild shit. The very much Milo Yiannopoulos style of, like, that that Batman gay shit really did fucking was not apparent in the Republican Party. Yeah. Right? It did not exist. And he opened that, he opened the door up. And with him, he opened up a door for, like, not just, like, not, and this is, like, I, I don't know how to, like, say this in a way that doesn't sound crazy, but, like, for, like, most, like, for gender, genders that never really understood or got involved in, like, right-wing politics opened up, were now opened up. And, like, Caitlyn, what's her name? Caitlyn Jenner? Caitlyn Jenner now had a voice in the Republican Party because Milo Yiannopoulos. Because, you know, if you can accept Milo Yiannopoulos, you can accept Caitlyn Jenner. And that, you know what I'm saying? That kind of mentality. Yeah. And once you open and now the, floodgate, that door, the floodgate, I was going to say, once you open that floodgate, then comes in the people who have all the other uh, radical conservative um, ideas, right? Like banning abortion. <laughs> And all that other stuff, because once you once you open up your doors to that sort of thing, you're now opening up your doors to all sorts of fringes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and like, yeah, nah, I'm with that. Like, I, I agree wholeheartedly to that to that sort of theory because, like, the really we could say obviously Peter Thiel sort of caused this, but Peter Thiel mm-hmm. sort of helped popularize the sort of conservative. Uh, anti-woke anti-SJW white angry man and convince them to churn out enough of the vote in enough of the counties to get a sort of conservative rule because these game like you can hardly get these guys to like get off off their couch to do something like really important and like they'll also like you'll have people like Vosh or like other internet personalities, mm-hmm. or really just neoconservatives, and really show that through day in and day out. Like they might foe left in some 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 area or whatever, but realistically, they are neoconservatives. They are pushing that agenda, but they're just marketing towards the the white angry gamer, and that sort of demographic is huge in places like suburbia florida or suburbia illinois and stuff like that where like all these people have to fucking do in white suburbs is play video games or just be agents of chaos in their own neighborhood Mm -hmm. you know okay so persuading those people to do anything like just go out and fill out a ballot box at the end of the day is a lot easier when they're thinking that they're constantly being attacked on all on all fronts fronts yeah and they're just constantly consuming that media something that gets like weird like crazier about all this right and like i have a theory about peter Thiel. like since you brought him like well since i brought him up but since you brought it back to peter Thiel, peter Thiel is not a nationalist he's not a white nationalist i know that sounds crazy right but he's a he doesn't give a shit he has no ideology right he saw a market share i know this because i met the man i fucking shook a hand i shook hands with him unfortunately it was dead cold the man is a literal vampire right he's like he's not human he's not i you know i don't want to sound all alex jonesy here but that like extend his life like he's, young people's blood. Yeah, he's a cal. Yeah, yes, yes. He's a he's cal. He's one of those like people he, that gets like the young blood treatments. 
Yeah, he invented the company that. that does that. Yeah. He literally invented the company that does that. He believes in Kali Yuga, right? Like this this idea that like death is this like infinite beast that you have to feed it death to stave off your own death. I don't know how to fucking explain it in a way that doesn't sound make me sound like a schizophrenic, but like you know, touching his hand, feeling his eyes, see like looking into them, seeing the depth of fucking evil that is there, right? Like this man has no ideology. He saw a market share that is being untapped. That's literally what it was. He was like, these, these fucking suckers got money. I can do something with that. I can work with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, he didn't see it, and he still does. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of his decisions, like, don't really, like, they're not really fucking something that, like, it, it, it doesn't really matter. Like, none of, none of what his decisions and the decisions that he makes have an ideology that that makes sense and are followable he is more or less interested in creating more chaos in the world because more chaos means more business opportunities for him Mm -hmm. and that's essentially what he wants is he wants business he wants to continue his business for eternity literally it's all back to fucking lord keynes keynesian economics (laughs) broken windows fucking generate jobs you know like yeah, creating creating demons like creating a demon factory and then and then selling the demon cure. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. essentially what he's doing. And like, like that's if, why if that we actually on a much lower scale. If we actually <laughs> accomplish litters, world peace. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, but but like on a bigger scale, like we were all talking about war and being anti-war earlier. If we actually accomplish world peace, what happens to the weapons contracting companies? They oh don't exist anymore. And so, uh, on the other hand, what happens if, you know, the world gets worse and less stable? They make more money. Uh, Why do you think there's a conflict in Ukraine right now? Do you think that's an organic thing that happened naturally? Or do you think that that's something that was uh, prompted by people who wanted to make money off of it? Uh, It's definitely, yeah. You know, like, it's, it should be clear that, like, you know, a lot of these people are just, like, you know, the weapons contractors, they don't actually give a shit if the conflict is happening in a white country like Ukraine or in a Middle Eastern country where the people are largely not white. Um, at the end of the day, like, they might lean into racist rhetoric during the years when, you know, Bush is trying to get us to invade Iraq um, and, and but it's harm aesthetic. non-white it's... people. But they don't actually give a shit. Like, yeah, they'll turn around... It's... They'll turn around a few years later and drop bombs on Ukraine because ultimately all they care about is selling the bomb. The 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 like the fucking what is that's it? Peter the racial, the racial enigma, right? Like the 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 fucking answer to the racial th- what? Why is racism? Where where does it come from? How does it exist? It's purely aesthetic. It's that like it's literally an aesthetic. It's like you know, there's guys out there that well for the high level leather- people. You know, for all I'm saying, like everyone, like everyone, they don't like no one wants to admit it, but it's an aesthetic. I've right? spent a lot of time around really racist people in the South. It's the people that are at the very bottom of this food chain that get used by these people further up. It is more palpable to them. And I only point this out because of the sheer danger that that presents. Well, it's an it's an identity for them, right? Yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. Is like it's an aesthetic, it's an identity that they can step into, because, you know, the alienation of capitalism is not allowing them 
to view themselves as anything but this tool for oppression. You know what I'm saying? They can say to themselves, yeah, I'm like some poor white guy that I don't have no fucking money, but at least I'm not black. They can say sh- wild shit like that. You know what I'm saying? But and I think like, you have to take be- it a step further with some of those folks, and it's like they they – they, it's not even just that they think of themselves as like, yeah, at least I'm not black, but it's like they literally see it as like, and and it's because black people live in my neighborhood of course, that of my course. life sucks. And that's yeah. where it goes a little past aesthetics, I think, and into like a deeper sense of identity for those folks. And, and it, I only point this out again because it is very dangerous. Of um, course, and I... I just I'm and I'm not really like, disagreeing with you. I'm just trying to to point it's out the punk, the, the sheer the punk thing, the sheer the, danger of these fucking people. No, no, it's the punk thing, right? It's a like everyone's posers but me, right? It's that that's that is the it's why it's why what happens is like no one is 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 uh, comfortable in their skin saying I'm a punk, and then someone's like, yeah, well I'm more punk because I got a leather jacket. <laughs> like, fuck that, I got a mohawk. I'm fucking, I'm more, way more punk than you. And so, us, like, you go further down the line and you get to, like, crust punks who are like, yeah, I've never had a job. I haven't had a shower in six months. I stink like shit. Tell me you're fucking more punk than me. You know what uh, I'm saying? Like, that's, think, that is, that's all, how that mentality works. And that's how racism essentially works. Because yeah. it starts out as an aesthetic. It's like, yeah, I am this. Like, oh, you're like that? Prove it. You know what I'm saying? And, right. Like, that's, that's where the danger comes from. And, like, no, so I, I get definitely. where you're coming from. I definitely agree with that to a, a yeah that that like, like oh you're like that prove it that's that's yeah. huge yeah, that's Nick a Quint huge part of this yeah literally yeah mm-hmm. the, although I do love you know what I actually I, unironically I like Dick Fuentes I think he's very funny I think it's very very cool that he's pushing an entire uh, generation of probably bisexual guys into just horrible closeted <laughs> it's just horrible closeted interactions for the rest of their fucking life I think that's actually pretty funny and he's probably bisexual he's, he's is generous of, for some of those yeah, guys to be honest <laughs> uh, yeah you know I'm, I'm trying to be nice here but I think I think for sure that he's he's doomed an entire generation of bisexual men to just having the worst closeted sex they've ever had and very like just it's it's good it's good it's very based when you think about it it's, it's kind of a, He's kind of out here doing the work, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, yeah, these guys could be being racist and having great sex. That's not fair yeah, to us. That's fucking not fair at all, dude. So that's you know, not I fair. Think, yeah, yeah, I think honestly, uh, the this only is the only the reason I, I I wanted to point out any kind of distinction between like the upper level like aestheticism, like kind of racism, where it's just like purely this aesthetic, like sort of like hat that you wear. Um, and like the lower level thing where it like becomes more of a part of your identity is because those people on the upper level are profiting off those people on the lower level who then are actually doing the horrible things. Um, like Trump is of course like the classic example of like, it's clear that Donald Trump does not have like deep ideological convictions, period, like full stop. Um, other than like he wants to be rich as hell. Uh, that's like his only real conviction. Um, is he a racist, like, in his private life? Yeah, probably. But but is yeah. he, like, deeply committed to, like, reading Nazi theory and, like, giving a shit about racism on that kind of level? No, not at all. I have, um, the peso became... I have to pause what everyone is talking about and say that I have finally found the weed pen. 
Like, y'all have seen me get up a couple of times now to try and look for this damn thing. And I've been listening to y'all. I have Bluetooth headphones on, but I shit you not, I spent the last hour and 50 minutes looking for this goddamn weed pen, and I finally fucking found it. So, the pay, like, my thing about Trump, right? Like, how I feel about if the peso became stronger than the dollar tomorrow. Let's go! This. He would, he would just be like, it's a shame what they've done to the American dollar, but that motherfucker would be buying pesos. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I, honestly, I, you know I, would, like, I would say I would go even more cynical and say if the peso, he, he, I'd say he, he doesn't say anything day one. But let's yeah. say the peso is like worth two American dollars and that holds for like a whole week. Donald mm-hmm. Trump comes out on television wearing a sombrero. <laughs> <laughs> and and is like and is speaking Spanish. Oh my God, Jesus like, Christ! You like, you Hola, you would just das, <laughs> you just know it. My Come on, Donald you, Trump. <laughs> you know in your heart that if, oh my if, God. If, if 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 it suddenly came out that like uh, the Mexican economy is don- dominating the U.S. economy and it looks to stay that way for the next two decades, then Donald Trump is literally. <laughs> Like he is, oh he's like God. you know. I've always felt like a Mexican inside, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's 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 saying shit like that. <laughs> Holy within shit, the week, yeah, within, within the, the week, week that's week. how fucking cynical that guy is. All right, <laughs> uh, so oh my he doesn't give a shit. Okay, the, a lot of these people at the top, it's purely an aesthetic. They don't give a shit. But the tragedy of this shit is that they are motivating people. To do actual bad things and to tie it back to all of this that's why I wanted to even make this point is because this relates back to where this all even comes from and why we're having this conversation the my little pony shit my little pony I I, I have not watched a ton of my little pony so if there is somebody out there that has watched a ton of it and would like to contribute to this conversation I would really love to hear from that person but I have this suspicion that my little pony over the years, catered more and more to the male fantasy. Well, they Am I wrong? They introduced a, a male... I know they had Spike, but I believe mm-hmm. they did introduce, like, a male interest to, for, like, the guys mm-hmm. to sort of project on. Mm-hmm. So, if, if this writer's team that was largely headed by women... And was like now this is getting more popular with cartoons, but like they were really like an early like we have a, a, a writers team that includes women and minorities. Holy shit, mm-hmm. you know, and is led by a woman and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, if they were willing to cater to these fascist fucks when these people mm-hmm. really like they're not even buying into the aesthetic of it. You know no, what well, I mean? It's be- like that's the it- thing. Is like th- it's this whole cycle I, I, they're not buying into the aesthetic on a personal level they're projecting mm-hmm. the aesthetic into their media i will also yeah. say was was, uh, the, but, was the my little pony stuff the first time like that the that the far right embraced the r word as a dera- but like they were like yeah i am the r word and i'm proud or whatever like the, i feel like that's, that's like the first time like that where they were like okay we're going to say the r word but like sort of spin it in a in an ironic way, I, I saw that in like 2013. So I I don't know, but I think yeah, I saw out. that happening on, I saw that happening on like, 4chan. It was it was the rise of what is B-tards. That's they started calling themselves that, and then I, it, it turned into like poll stuff, and I, then they pretty much, like there was a there was this like, 
I don't know how to like there was a they conglomerated around it. Like, yeah, I'm fucking stupid and ignorant and it's cool. And then what happened was like in the summer of what happened was like in the summer of 2020 in the summer, like in the summer, actually the summer of like 2018, 2019, the left started doing that on Twitter being yeah. like, oh, you fucking read books. What are you? What are you fucking? Some kind of smart guy over here? Oh fucking my god! Like, right? <laughs> like, I love I, being a dumb himbo myself. Don't get me wrong, but like <laughs> I think I, I've I, I used to I used to be on that train of like we could just listen to like audiobooks and podcasts and like dive through like the sort of mental thoughts and and make sure that we're like mentally prepared for these sorts of things and like understanding dialectics. I think that does work. Mm-hmm. Do not get me wrong. But I feel like reading it on a more personal level, it's just – it's so much more. Like when you have you someone who's finally crafted their thoughts into paper and you read that well-thought-out paper versus just hearing a bunch of people in a panel like go at it about some question and stuff, there's a lot of stuff that gets lost. But paper is very yeah. direct. And that's why mm-hmm. like I like – I actually have the little red book. Like I keep a little mm-hmm. red book with me. Not on my person mm-hmm. all the time, but, like, I have one at the house. Mm-hmm. And I, I like keeping it in, like, conspicuous places where, like, I know where it's at, but nobody else knows where it's at. Just because it's just, like, mm-hmm. I could refer to it. I know where it's at. I could refer to it yeah. uh, when I want to think about a particular topic or something like that. Um, all that but all that guides me. Yeah, like it's like putting theory into practice in such a way where, like, if you are well-versed in your Marxist-Leninist critiques – you can also, like, when you go into the future, right? Like, future events happen. You could be like, oh, yes, I understand this because I understand the process of, like, the science behind these things, the forces that are coming together and clashing with each other to produce this result, right? Um, so, like, when you understand that on a more scientific level and a more theoretical level, by reading these fucking pieces that these people who have led nations with millions of people to feed (laughs) you might actually learn something a bit more than say like you know like three people who are living their life and talking about it on a pod per se it's so much easier to like come at future situations and be able to respond effectively versus just being like hon let's ponder all of these thoughts for like an extent it's like a it's like the free market sort of versus like the socialist way of it right it's like oh mm-hmm. let's all explore right. all of these like ideas first it's like no 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 let's get the most efficient way as fast as possible and let's just do that getting back on track though sorry i just want to say that my entire political ideology like i've read marx and i'm informed by it like i've read you know the stuff that you're supposed to read uh, my entire political ideology was right from the beginning, which was free all my homies, right? <laughs> like that's yeah. literally I've only ever been guided by that, and I've only been vindicated by following that i that idea that no, if, if there's someone out there that needs some help, the the homies should be helping them. And that that's, relates, that's pretty that much re- it. But that yeah. relates to the revolutionary yeah. struggle, right? That relates to the people of Cuba, you know, and all mm-hmm. that, and all the oppressed people of the world. So yeah, that ideology mm-hmm. was good. That was already a great start when you were a kid, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm. as you have read those books, or whatever the case may be, and have experienced mm-hmm. life on top of that, right? Putting your theory mm-hmm. into practice and going on and on and on, you've been able to learn and be able to form 
these critiques and everything in your head that actually help people, right? And you don't fall into this Nazi pipeline, right? Well, yeah, I, I, I think honestly, yeah, that's or probably what protected me from that, his, that us Latinos have, especially. Yeah, that like, that's huge. That shit, that that's probably huge, man. Yeah, like combating. I'm that still, is no, I'm so still hard in the Hispanic <laughs> community. It's ridiculous. I'm, I'm still fighting that. I shit. still I, fight that shit to this other, day. Man, I the other day I got like mad at my group chat because they <laughs> brought up their grandmas and like I got emotional about it. I'm like, fuck you guys for making me feel things, dude. Fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, it's crazy to me. Like, that's a crazy person mentality to have. And here I am. You know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah, I get it. I'm. I'm still struggling with a lot of that stuff. Like, why are you stressing part, me out? I'm trying to be the calm yeah, one here. Jeez. Yeah, making me feel emotions. Like, just, <laughs> yeah, just like it's that kind of like growth, right? Like I said it earlier that I'm like toxically masculine, but in a good way. Right? <laughs> like it's bullheadedness. It's like my inability to compromise. I don't want to compromise. I'm very stubborn in that way. I won't. I refuse to compromise a lot of things about my own personal life and just everything getting and like that legit that kind of like refusal to buy in is probably what saved me when i was a kid and reading all this stuff and being because i was prime i was literally primed for this shit i was primed to be a school shooter man i was like learning how to do it you know what i'm saying i was building ghost guns and shit when i was like 19 because i just felt like doing some crazy shit you know what i'm saying like insane stuff years when you had to like go file a pipe and do it yourself. Yo, you know what you I'm saying? You could just 3D print it. I was literally doing shit like I was <laughs> learning how to do that kind of shit, and I was like, you know, working on it. I was trying to figure that shit out because yeah. I, you know, like I was that angry. I was that pissed off in my life, and the thing that saved me from it was thinking to myself, like, I'm gonna let some fucking dudes on the internet tell me what to do. So you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. What's interesting is I I actually do think a lot of the angriest people did more so go to the left because part of something that I wanted to emphasize is like there is that like group of more like the like our slur conservatives who are like more a little more old school in a lot of ways. Like, yes, they're using like more modern memes and language, but realistically, like their behavior is like an old school conservative for the most part. Right. Like. What were these guys? What would these guys have been doing in the fifties? The same shit without the internet, you know. Um, uh, and then, but there was also what came out of My Little Pony. I think that is in some ways just as dangerous or more, and is very much like present online now. And in fact, yeah, I'm gonna say there, it's definitely more dangerous and very annoying and very present online. Is the sort of soft conservative is what I'm gonna call it. And they, I I don't mean soft as in they are not committed to conservatism. But I mean, like, soft boy. They're like, they have, like, some soft boy energy going on. And, and, and they, wouldn't, they wouldn't frame it like this because they hate that kind of language. You know, these, are st- these guys still say stuff like, oh, you're drinking soy, you know. Like, they still say shit like that. They're not soft in that sense. But what, what I mean by that is that, like, prior to that era most conservatives were pretty like macho and violent like if you ask a conservative like uh what do you think about this war it'd be like hoorah we gotta go do yeah you know like like the soft conservative on the other hand will be like well you know i really oppose all war but and then explain why this one more war is truly necessary um, and like, I think like Emma, 
MLP really contributed to like the creation of this like soft conservative who you know has this constant attitude. I oppose all political violence. You know, I, like that I kind say, of conservative. I will say you're um, talking about conservatives. These people here, fucking like, suck. That's what leftists. I say. We literally know leftists. With <laughs> libs. Flag it's lib. That's lib. In their yeah, damn, that's lib shit. In their damn <laughs> <laughs> name, display name. You know what I'm saying? Or like talking about my Taiwan. Yeah, my, that lib shit is like it's lib shit, and that's that kind of like fucking soft boy attitude that you're talking about. There's more extreme versions of that, and I know them. It's 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 like I know. Okay, it's gonna sound crazy, but like I used to know this guy back when I was like doing my when I first started my podcast, and they transitioned, and they transitioned in a in a very bizarre way, right? So they transitioned from. Uh, they 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 identify as female now. Made the full jump, didn't get the surgery, but you know, made, did or presenting everything, and it got crazier because then they went full Nazi. Prior prior to them being transitioning, they were like hardcore tanky Marxist Leninist, you know, third world shit, like believing in like kind of Trotskyite almost, right? Like just really just you know constant forever revolution shit. And I don't know what happened, but over a summer, we just lost contact. And the next time I, I spoke to them, they had transitioned fully. And she was like a Nazi, like a literal far right. <laughs> ethno, we got to build an ethno state. Germany has to, a, we need a fifth Reich. <laughs> like, which is, it was crazy to me to see that. You know, to see that. I, I saw, and I saw not someone on the left so it wasn't like really a hard mm-hmm. pivot but i did see mm-hmm. i have seen the trans um female to male into like mm-hmm. toxic masculinity libertarian conservative QAnon. yo that's mad that's mad common and i know why it's because there's no other way to be a type of guy that's the easiest it's the it's the like when you go to be when you go to pick like your type of guy selector it's that's the top it's the default you can just be like yeah i'll do that I'll, I'll do that one, right? This one—it's like you look at the red. It's like it's like when you're picking your like class in a in a video yeah. game, yeah. and and like yeah. and like a lot of them have like a bunch of information underneath them about like positives and negative perks yeah. and how to balance and build your character and shit. And it's like, wow, this mm-hmm. seems complicated. And then it's just like QAnon guy, and it's like there's like two steps, and they're like, yeah. oh, I'll just do that. That seems yeah, like easy, you know, like. I'll be- it's and it's like be perceived one hundred percent masculine. And that's the main perk. Like, to, to, yeah, because like, there's no like it, you could be a straight. Yeah, anyways, it, it gets crazier to me. But for me, what, what like after speaking to to her for a while and asking her about like, oh, blah, 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 she was telling me like how she got, how she got like, not brainwashed, but like she started thinking about like, she was never gonna be man enough, for like. She would, she's like, I just didn't feel like I was ever going to be man enough for like what was coming because I knew that some like I knew that something dark and deep and like the, the it's coming like there like there's going to be like a great replacement there's going to be like a great like there's going to be a, a massive race war and I am going to have to pick a side and I picked my side and I knew that I wasn't going to be man enough to fight in the army so I so it's like weird like trans misogyny almost like I don't know how to explain it like. This person felt so lesser okay. in their life that I'll, they they 
Yeah, do you, it's I'll, crazy. I'll, I'll it's, speak up to that as a as a non-binary comrade. You know, a lot of trans non-binary friends and and also some folks that have transitioned that I could not stay friends with mm. during mm. that process or whatever for various reasons. Like it sounds to me like she is still honestly struggling with self-acceptance. And so what she has done is come up with a really convoluted means to justify the existence that she wants to live because mm-hmm. she can't just say, this is what I want. Absolutely. That's, Absolutely. that's 100%. And I'm not saying that that justifies her behavior because no one should be a Nazi. But yeah. I'm just saying that this is, the, this is her internal justification um, is that like she cannot just accept and I hope she hears this somehow, honestly. <laughs> she cannot just accept I'll, I'll send it to her. <laughs> uh, and, uh, 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 even though, like, she is just who she is, ultimately. Like, mm-hmm. the person that she thinks she is, is who she is. But mm-hmm. it's really hard for a lot of people to grapple with that shit, especially because there's a lot of complex factors, societal gaslighting and stuff like that, that all, like, plays into that. It's well, really a, hard to accept your identity sometimes. So it's like... That's what's going on there. Is just this is a, this is, one of the most convoluted schemes imaginable. This is like the people you see them all online all the time, like where they're like, "What if I just had to suck a dick because like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah. this yeah. crazy what if, shit happened? Yeah, yeah. Like, what if a dude put a gun to my head and made me suck a dick and I kind of liked it? Would that make me gay? It was like, uh, no, dude. Why fine. don't you just right? go like, suck a dick? <laughs> like, you know? yeah, like, yeah, literally, I get what you mean. Like what? What if? What if it's the end of the world and like <laughs> the zombies are coming? But this guy is like, I, I'm about to create the cure. It's, it has to be Elon Musk actually, because it's always <laughs> like that. Elon Musk is about to create the cure for the zombie virus, but he needs someone to suck his dick so he can relax enough to finish creating the cure. And and, and, and I'm the only person there that has the ability to suck a dick, uh, because everybody else there is a scientist, and I'm just a guy. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I guess I just have with to a suck that dick, mouth. right? Like I'd have to do it, right? Like I just have to do it. Like, like, Jesus it's, it's it's that kind of logic. Yeah. Well, so that's but like furthermore, right? Like in there's a whole wing of like right wing like friend, like you know far right ethno nationalist type people that are recruiting from here from that space mm-hmm. that like you're not man enough. You'll never be man enough. Transition, become a woman, and then you, you know, then earn your place in our, in our kingdom. You know what I'm saying? Like in our white kingdom or whatever. I don't fucking no idea what they're talking about. It's a very but small like, number of people comparatively, but this shit does exist. Unfortunately, yeah, it's, yeah, no, the, it's, it's the, real. The femboy yeah. trad wife yeah, section yeah, of the wild, internet. It's a wild concept, and like they're over here, like fucking just deluding themselves deeply, right? Like it, and like it's. It goes back to like the the evilness of like you know where all this shit comes from, which is marketing. It's a marketing tactic. I feel like it's a marketing. I feel play. like though a lot of this is soft politics though, right? So like trying trying to just like relate this all the way to the overturn of Roe v. Roe or sorry Roe v. Wade mm-hmm. as we get into twenty twenty two territory and talking about this sort of mm-hmm. stuff is that like all this is soft politics. All this is like a battle of ideology on like Twitter verse. Facebook, like the internet mm-hmm. public, right? The internet facing public. Mm-hmm. And since mm-hmm. COVID 19 is here, where everybody could just make a discourse about anything every single day of their fucking lives, um, 
mm-hmm. we end up coming into this thing where liberals, you know, you scratch a liberal, a fascist bleeds, right? Biden wants to yeah. uh, get as many votes as possible. That's what's going to keep the train rolling is by getting as many votes as possible. And they think that by doing by diluting themselves into thinking that appealing to conservatives is the best way of doing this. Um, they were actually going to like appoint a pro uh, overturn Roe v. Wade sort of person anyways as a judge. And they just mm-hmm. literally scrapped mm-hmm. those plans once Roe v. Wade got overturned. Um, mm-hmm. So with that being said, it's just like it's so, it's like people are imagining this horrible enemy in their head and projecting onto it this horrible enemy in their head. And it's nothing more truer with the conservatives, but mm-hmm. in this case, the conservatives have power to do things without necessarily firing a bullet. Judges were able to overturn mm-hmm. Roe v. Wade, not even through a popular vote nationally, but or like a referendum, mm-hmm. like how most countries would mm-hmm. do it, but just because of like mm-hmm. a minoritarian rule of like the mm-hmm. fact that all these forces came together, the Catholic Church you know, got themselves a bunch of legal help and uh, funneled a lot of money into the legal system. We could talk about that all day long. But the truth of the matter Mm -hmm. is, is that the soft politics turned into hard politics when it started affecting everybody's daily lives. It started becoming less Mm -hmm. about, oh, this is all fucking bullshit anyways, whatever, Twitter isn't real, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, into all of a sudden, how the fuck did we get here with, uh, one term of Donald Trump passed us, and yet we are at the overturn of Roe v. Wade now, mm-hmm. fighting to get no. abortion rights back on the table. I hate the term soft politics because no politics are soft. Right? Yeah. All, all politics are aesthetic. All politics are aesthetic. It does not matter mm-hmm. how you came to your politics, how you were radicalized by any means. The, the choices that you make, the things that you do, purely aesthetic you are buying in to something right you are being marketed to and you're buying and it's a very cynical fucking view but i'm a i'm in marketing i i'm <laughs> I peek behind the devil you know what i'm saying like i work for the devil i peek behind the shade i see how people identify themselves and i understand it right and like i understand it in a way that most people probably don't and i have a pretty intimate like knowledge of why like personally why i choose to do the things that i do you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, because I have that mentality, because I'm aware of that stuff, I can kind of see it, you know, the forest for the trees and realize, do I really believe this stuff? Do I really care about this stuff? Or is it just something that I should signal? Am I virtue signaling? Am I showing off that I know something? And I try to be a little bit more conscientious about the things that I do. But I think that, like, for the most part, this idea that politics, that there's a hard and soft politics is wrong. It, all politics translate into the larger immutable thing. You know what I'm saying? If you have a belief, like, right, like, uh, what is it? I have this, I say this all the time, and it's like, it gets, people don't understand what I mean by when I say it, but I know that I have, like, a lot of sex, like, sexist feelings about, like, where women, like, how women should be treated. I know this about myself, because I, I personally think that women, that women should be protected, and you know shouldn't have to do much in in society my that's my personal belief i i think that women should always be protected and always have somewhere 
that they can like should they have a use they're useful they're they're humans they're people they're just like us there's no difference the only difference is that they should just be protected a little more there should be more protections for women women and feminine identifying people because that energy is important it's like a source of huge it's a massive source of creativity the feminine energy is is a beautiful fucking thing to see i like i know that it's a sexist thought even though it's a nice thought it's still sexist i know that about myself i don't harbor any misogyny because misogyny to me feels like straight up hatred of women you know what i'm saying and like i can't to me that that's insane to to hate women is a crazy fucking person thing to believe but there are lots of misogynists out there that don't know the difference there are lots of people that think that they're just oh, yeah, i'm a little sexist i think that women should be doing this thing and then the fact that they believe that women should be doing something like that they have a place like a specific place and that they should have any autonomy of it is that slight change from stepping out of sexism and turning into misogyny because it's about control at that point you know what i'm saying and like my my shit is that like i don't care if a woman wants to go on the front lines and start fighting by all means my my personal thought is like i would be i would fight tooth and nail next to her to protect her or like even a feminine presenting person because i want that i for me that's like my calling right that's the thing that i was put on earth to do was to like help people and especially people who need the most help which in our society and world tend to be feminine presenting people so like that's where like do you know what i mean like it's a it's a it's a slight difference but it's a big fucking difference and it translates in different ways right like i i could never see myself believing in half the shit that real sexist like and misogynists believe where they want agency they want control over a woman's body and more so like over another person's body right like over like because not it's not just women that roe v wade affects it's you know anyone who can give birth which is you know we have to broaden the fucking spectrum we have to think about things in a much larger context than we're used to doing and this kind of like mentality for a lot of people boils down to like agency it's like i don't want to do it and i'm going to force everyone around me to not do it as well too do you know what i'm saying like that that yeah. kind of fucking shit is really what that that grew out of this like catering this like this marketing tactic that the, the fucking that you know big old school media had and when they integrated with the internet they essentially said the internet is very fast it's lightning fast you can get whatever you want you can make whatever you want to do you can make it happen you can do this this is this is how we started all off and that mentality really did fuck an entire generation of like kids growing up you know on the internet thinking this idea that like we have agency we are powerful we if we complain loud enough if we put enough money behind it if we put enough give enough power to the to one guy to fight the to fight the demon to fight the beast we can get this shit done and here we are you know, like here we are with, with less rights less agency fucking you know an attack an, yeah. an attack yeah just, just to help tie it all together, <laughs> since I know we're trying to wrap this up at some point, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I might release I, it, this as a two-parter because it's so yeah, long. But it's I, so long, but it's, yeah. it, it's, it's good shit. So fuck it. Uh, but uh, just to help tie together some of what you were saying and some of the stuff that we were talking about earlier too, just like it, it really, to in a lot of ways, comes down to this cultural battle where again i really think this like shift that the 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 online right made where they started trying to present themselves as 
we're the reasonable ones. We're the nonviolent ones. We are. We watch My Little Pony. I've got stuffies on my bed. Uh, I'm just. A, I'm just a huggable guy, who wants to guess. <laughs> a third or half of the population yeah. of Earth. People I don't um, agree with, right? <laughs> like, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, th- like, this is... This is really critical because we're at this juncture now where it's like... They're winning by using, basically, liberal tactics back against libs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is why, like, part of why, like, libs are so fucking stupid right now and can't, like, do a damn thing and can't figure out what the hell's going on. Um, is because... The, the right are using more and more tactics that appeal directly to the way liberals think and, and they're pointing towards the ways in which the left in particular does not do that you know look at how angry the left is and it's like yeah this person's angry because they're homeless mm-hmm. you know this person is or, like this person isn't even considered a person in society that you're trying to build right you know like, what I'm saying? like yeah this yeah. person's angry because they have diabetes and all of yeah. their money goes to their fucking insulin. I still find uh, it and like this person's mad because or this person's like disgruntled because like their hourly wage doesn't cover the full cost of a meal at their job. <laughs> yeah, like that shit that shit is upsetting for the people that are living that shit. Um, but then, you know, the the right will turn that vitriol against folks. Because again, liberals, they they're scared of anyone yelling, anyone fighting, anyone mm-hmm. throwing a punch. Mm-hmm. Um, all like, literally, just the idea of like people throwing punches is terrifying to most liberals. And mm-hmm. like, if you're just like a regular person that's like not afraid of the fucking world, then like, you know that like sometimes people just like have a few too many drinks and punch each other a little, and it's not actually a big deal, you know, <laughs> like. Uh, and that like shit like that just happens every day. Yeah, and if, you don't smack, actually, if you don't smack your best friend, then are you really best friends? I it's, get it. No. It's, <laughs> it's actually nothing to be incredibly scared of. Like, uh, and it's a lot less scary than the world that the fascists would create. Um, uh, but it's like liberals are so terrified of that shit. Um, and so, you know, Republicans are just playing to that shit all the time. And like the the one of the greatest examples would be like that Nicholas Sandman kid who is a mm-hmm. kid raised on this kind of internet culture that we've been talking about this whole time. He's he was inundated in it and it birthed like the beliefs that he has, right? Mm-hmm. Um and and you know, here he is standing in the face of this indigenous activist looking smug, and he's looking so smug cuz he knows that people will vilify this indigenous activist more than him in the long run because he's doing the quote-unquote right things in the eyes of a pacifist liberal society mm-hmm. uh and that is like that is what my little pony has wrought upon us and that <laughs> is why we don't have roe v wade anymore is because they are winning this cultural war um, where they have convinced the liberals which are essentially the center Our country basically looks like this. You have the working class on the left, not all of it, but a portion of it. And then you have the center, which is liberals, and then you have the right. Um, uh, uh, And the working class on the left has no political power, just to be clear. Uh, uh, 
I could say virtually no political power or something like that. I'm just going to say none. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> what the fuck no, is AOC right. doing except, like, pretending to, like, get arrested? <laughs> right. Um, photo ops. Uh, so, uh, so the, the, the right is convincing the center, you know, that they're on, you know, they need to, they need to basically side with the right more because the right is this, this, this side of nonviolence and, you know, all this, you know, soft, soft boy crap that we've been talking about that they adopted in the wake of My Little Pony. And you can see that just in the ways that people are struggling with the abortion issue now in the, in the wake of Roe v. Wade being overturned where they're like people that should know better are falling for these uh, typical arguments of, oh, you know, I'm just out here looking out for kids. I really just believe in the sanctity of life. And it's like mm-hmm. the person saying that would gladly uh, fly a predator drone um, into Yemen and mm-hmm. bomb children right now mm-hmm. uh, for like less money than I make per year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maybe well, they're happy to let Yemen starve through U.S. embargoes that we that we are imposing, right? That currently happening right now, right? There's actual fucking starvation in Yemen based entirely on American embargoes and trade fucking you know yeah sanctions trade yep. war. Uh, yeah, yeah that we're fucking but we didn't send yeah. any boots on the ground, dude. <laughs> so we're not doing anything, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not touching and you. more I'm importantly, not... <laughs> it's not a random person doing something, because that's, yeah. again, what liberals fear the most is this sort of non-structured randomness of human behavior, um, which actually is nothing to be scared of in particular. Um, mm-hmm. But liberals are terrified of it. And so... Uh, you know, if we did put boots on the ground, the liberals would justify that too. But if you personally, Marcos, or me, mm-hmm. or Grav, we said, uh, I'm taking, I'm grabbing an assault rifle, I'm going to Yemen, and I'm doing something about it myself. Yeah, yeah. Then I'm a, I'm uh, a problem, right? Uh, and I, then I'm a problem. And it doesn't even matter which side I'm fighting for yeah. or anything like my ideology. None of that matters. Just the fact that I'm behaving that way is wrong to the liberals. It gets, uh, yeah. Uh, so it when, gets, like it gets more complicated went based to Venezuela, on, like... Or yeah. not Venezuela, uh, Cuba. When they did that whole mm. thing to Cuba, that was like, oh, you're you're supporting this authoritarian, like, radical government. DSA shouldn't do that if What's, they want to actually win elections and change the minds of the average common folk. It's the... It, the it, it's so complex based entirely on marketing and marketing strategy and the hyper financialization of the US and how it works right like my little pony didn't start this this is not we're not no. heaping all the of this internet, on the, the internet didn't not, even yeah. start it yeah the internet didn't start Peter it. Thiel kind of started my okay Peter Thiel kind of all right we'll give him a little credit on that one we'll, but what we'll I'm give, saying we'll no, give Peter longer, Thiel like 10 <laughs> percent what I'm saying really though is that like it's marketing from the 1950s it's B.F. Skinner, right? It's this understanding of how the human brain works. It's a behavioral, it's a hacking of like behavioral synapses and how, you know, like things function. It's being able to understand that, see that kind of stuff, recognize these patterns and then, you know, replicate them. And so like you can sell things 
because that's what all of this is doing. It's driving towards sales, right? Like that's the left in this country has no power and will continue to not have power because they don't want to drive sales. And I know that sounds crazy to me, but that is how you get ahead in this country. America is not a country of, it's not a country built on any ideologies. It is not a country built on the idea that, you know, we are the light and or this great grand experiment, however the fuck they're marketing it. That is not what America is built on. America is a fucking business. If you aren't making money, get the fuck out. That's literally how this uh, this country has always been run, right? You're like, if you do any kind of study or history in in America, you'll come to understand that the problem is is that once once the money is threatened by the hegemony, right? Like the people who have the most money, once their money is threatened by an external power or an external force or even an internal force or an internal power, then there's a fucking problem. It's why Walt like the Black Wall Street. I forget where it was at. It was like in Oklahoma or Georgia or somewhere like that. It's why that was fucking like completely destroyed to the ground. It's why the Black Panthers, when they were feeding people in Oakland, and that's why it was shut down and, and scary to people because they were starting to build agency. They were starting to build something better. They were starting to build an, a way to opt out. And that's always been the problem, right? Is they yeah. want your politics soft. They want you to, to believe in things ideologically they want you to they want you to buy these kinds of these you know this this vision that like you know uh yeah i'm a little friend and i have friend and i have a little griper and they want you to believe that that's real politics and it's not right it is now it is now we have to do it now because fucking there's money in it now but there wasn't money in it prior to like 2008 2004 you know what i mean like there was no money in that there is now and now it's a real thing and now we have to combat these things and the I've I've been saying that the only way to fucking combat any of this stuff is literally like fucking just, it's grifting. It's get your money and run, man. <laughs> get your money. Get the fucking money from stupider people, you know, on the right. Get, you know, like big think tanks. Get that money and just you know do something with it. Right? Like well, get the I, fuck out of here. I have two opinions about it. I agree with you. <laughs> like that's. That's one strategy, and honestly, I would say for another time, uh, we could do a whole podcast about why and how leftists should be entrepreneurs that could be yeah. fire. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, uh, on the other hand, um, the other option is build dual power, but you have to take that shit fucking seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So, like, uh, you know, in conclusion, we talked about a lot of negative stuff. In conclusion, to give you something positive to think about, it's like these are the ways out of this situation that we're in where conservatives are largely winning this culture war, have been for over 10 years, and it's getting to the point where it's fucking up like our daily lives and politics. Um, uh, is that A, we could fight the culture war, like Marcos is saying. And there's no reason for us to believe that we shouldn't or can't, in my opinion. Um, uh, a lot of people would say, oh, we're participating in the system or whatever. It's like, okay, like if you're just going to go like work some job and make some rich asshole money, why not like start a company and make you and your friends money and then use that to build some kind of power in your community or something like that? Like, You can't tell me that that's not more meaningful in some levels. 
Then on the other hand, okay, you really don't want to do that. You don't want to participate in the system at all. That's fine. Build dual power. That's your other Donate option to your here. Community because center. Figure out how you can help them out in your free time potentially. Fight, fight your local like, mayor. Get in a fist fight with him. Yeah, get in a fist fight with your local mayor. Figure out a way to pr start providing one of the essential services that we all need to your community outside of capitalism. Yes. So that could be feeding people, housing people, educating people, um, providing people with uh, different kinds of resources like clean water, um, uh, things like that that they need, um, uh, medical care, um, community self-defense. Um, Look, you also all of that is great. But like, 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 <laughs> like uh, Marcos bullied his like family member into like not being a police officer and being a firefighter I, yeah i bullied my brother like, i bullied like, my brother bully, into being bully a Chuds, firefighter man, to making better decisions yeah. bring bullying back that's also extremely important <laughs> but yeah like build, um, build some dual power like do start start organizing your community to have things that it needs outside of capitalism in some fashion and I'll that's, take it a step. that's your only other option basically i'll bring it a, i'll bring it a step closer right yeah literally it doesn't even have to be people like strangers on the street Feed your homies. Yeah, you yeah. Got homies that like, live around you, the near you. you help it's them two for two on the sausage McMuffins at McDonald's. You got a hundred dollars in your wallet that you yeah. can spare or something. That that's mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you got that's a hundred. That's like what ninety eight sausage McMuffins, whatever <laughs> ninety sausage McMuffins change, after tax. Change you got to change your mentality that like if I get a plate, the homie eats too. Yeah, right. Yep. Like that's that's essentially that's all it is. That's literally my entire mentality two for two, has always two been two for two on the hash browns, and you only want <laughs> one hash brown. Give that second hash well, brown away. Hook it up with a homie. You know what I'm saying? And like homies can be your coworkers. Homies can be your best friend. Homies can be a guy you just met on the corner, right? But uh, you know what I'm saying? Like homies, totally help your homies. Help your homies. Yeah. That's all you got to do. Mutual you know, aid starts with your homies. Exactly. 100%. And it builds out from there, right? Because you become more comfortable. And if you're if you're like a weird isolated, if you feel like a weird isolated guy that can't get out the house or you can't, you know what I'm saying? Like this isn't one of those things where like this is strictly held to people who are able-bodied and can move around and run around. Everybody can help a homie. It doesn't matter how or what you do at any serviceable level, you can help a homie, right? Everyone can. It's also, a very basic it's going to spread because, like you said, it's all homies and, you know, everybody's a homie with some homie. Yeah. So you start Even building a network don't like. of homies and eventually you have everybody in it except for the people that are going to be holding guns on the other side of the conflict. <laughs> Those, okay, I have, a, I have a stern belief that, like, nobody really believes anything, right? Like, I, I know that sounds crazy because, like, like, I'm a man of great conviction but my convictions are like help my homies and that's like do you know what i'm saying like that yeah. is that means that i'm capable of like believing in fucking anything because i just want to help the homie out you know what i'm saying like oh you need me to do this yeah, i'm trying to help the homie that kind of like shit does it expands and i i'm a firm believer that like the moment that people see that there's a handout right like a handout to help them they're they're regardless of whatever their fucking politics or however they feel about stuff if they really need that help, they'll they'll pull, they'll tug. You know what I'm saying? They'll they'll come and grab your hand and try to get themselves out. And that, as long as you keep your hand out, you'll always find a homie on the other end. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit is real. And like, 
there's always an opportunity for people to come in yeah. and use you and stuff. But you don't got to no, compromise. No, 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 no. That's that. That's, yeah, that's you don't got to compromise your own more out like morality and start like cutting people off because yeah. that's essentially what they want. You it know is. what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. they, they win when you do shit like that. You should just keep your hands out. You should help whoever you can, whenever you can. And don't worry about the fucking details. Right. That that is, you know, the long and short of this is this is how we fucking win. You know, this is how we get this is how we build it, create agency and get power back and help more homies realize this kind of like, you know, there are lots of people that I know that are like on the left and still fucking believe that Roe v. Wade being overturned was a good thing. And, you know, they're they're like coming at this from a moral perspective, being like, yeah, I don't believe in killing babies, big dog. And it's just like, look, I don't give a fuck. It, I you know, you kill babies, whatever. That's not the point. It's about agency. It's about someone being able to go into your body and tell you what to do. That's yep. crazy to me. That is crazy yep. that we don't have bodily autonomy in a society. That's, you know what I mean? I don't care. Like, you're right. You you know, it is terrible. Flip Killing the, flip the slippery slope on them. Be like, yo. Yeah, exactly. Killing. This is a slippery slope, yeah. dog. What's next? They're going to tell you yeah, when to yeah. come? Come on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got to file out a report in triplicate to bust a nut? Get out of here, dude. <laughs> like, oh, I was thinking we were going a different way with this. Like, what's <laughs> next? They're going to tell you you can't just shoot people that you feel threatened by on the street? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like no. if we stop well, killing, trying to if get we at... stop killing babies, they're gonna start telling you you can't kill other people. <laughs> Just saying. No, like I, it's it's the idea of like yeah, they're morally correct. Killing a baby is wrong, dude. I don't give a fuck who you are. It's wrong. You shouldn't do it. But you also like you know where the term baby comes from. That's nah, a little slippery on that one. But the real slip, like the real like moral imperative here is that a governing agent like a governing uh, that exists externally to you that isn't you shouldn't be able to tell you what to do with your body that's crazy you know what i'm saying like that is a literal crazy person telling you that like yeah this these like seven dudes sat down and were like yeah you can't do that because we don't like it that's you know what i'm saying like that's that's crazy that's a you're you're fucking you how are you talking anything about any kind of moral imperative when you're allowing someone who is not you to make a decision for you that's wild you know what i'm saying like that's that's where i'm coming from from all this stuff and like i think that also I've, we, can't, I've, we can't you can't force the morality of something that is a part of our whole society because we're all involved in the process of the creation of children mm -hmm. yeah um yes. you can't you can't force that morality onto only the uterus havers and say it's their it's their morality or immorality you know, mm -hmm. if the person who has the uterus and happens to be carrying the child decides to end it, that's their morality or immorality. No, fuck you. That's not mm -hmm. how it works. Mm -hmm. um, it is, uh, we are all responsible for the children that our society is creating. Even if you are fucking celibate and you've never mm -hmm. had sex and you live alone, you're responsible mm -hmm. for the next generation existing on some Level. level i don't yeah. give a shit so uh you know you can't you can't just say oh it's it's uh uh it's 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 these people making a moral or immoral choice we're all making this choice together mm -hmm. and there is not a moral answer yeah all right we don't if, live we, in a moral if we society. tell people to have abortions as much as they want you could certainly make the argument that some of those lives ending is a tragedy perhaps mm-hmm um uh 
But it doesn't matter because telling people they can't have abortions is equally immoral. Mm-hmm. Well, or more, more like, so, in my opinion, personally, but I'm just saying mm-hmm. from a larger philosophical standpoint, if we're trying to judge the morality of these two decisions, mm-hmm. there is not a more moral decision here. The most like my the, how my brain functions and sees all this stuff is the most moral thing to do is to not let a motherfucker tell you what to do with your body. Yeah. I, Bar I, none. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Like that's that's it. The most moral thing you can do is have agency. Right. That is beginning to say, I am making a choice. I am doing something about this because I personally have these beliefs. That is from a standpoint of morality. That is what is important. Do you know what I'm saying? Like being able to make a decision, not being able to make a decision about something that affects you in a massive way. That's fucking crazy to me. Right. Like that. And again, it's, it's pretending that the morality of that belongs only to one group of people or that it only yeah. functions one way and like i'm I, i'm just gonna keep saying like it's like the, yeah. the morality is not that simple you can't just say oh it's the moral thing to do to not kill babies mm. because there's all of these other fucking factors yeah um yeah and 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 it affects people's actual lives and again you can't you can't just force this onto the uterus havers that's so messed up do you know which is why like, again been... i've i've push that there is a misogynistic aspect to all of this because Mm -hmm. a big part of the goal of all of this shit is to control women like Mm -hmm. they don't want women playing video games they also don't want women getting abortions it might seem silly to relate those two things but it relates completely in the minds of the people force pushing these agendas Mm -hmm. as insane as that sounds and that's been the point of this whole fucking podcast Yeah, yeah yeah Well, and then my, I guess the point I was going to say is that, like, there's been a contingency of, like, soft, like, soft men that are like, like I'm just a little guy, and I think that women shouldn't have rights. You know what I mean? Like, that's, it's a crazy. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just a little tiny guy that's yeah, not harming anyone except yeah. women. Yeah, I just think that women shouldn't be able to make decisions because I'm a little guy. You know what I mean? Like, what if they make a decision to squish me? I'm just a little guy. You know, like, <laughs> that's essentially what I'm, I'm like. We got to point fingers at those guys, too. But if, I don't know. Like, I guess if we want to wrap this up, which we probably should because it's been a very long episode. But um, there, yeah, there I, is like one more topic that I almost want to get into. But I'm like, <laughs> we, just, we just shouldn't. We just should not. Uh, we just have to. We just have to maybe put some of this off to another recording. You know, I'm uh, always happy to because I do, I do think that something that ties into this, but really it needs to be a whole other episode, is All My Apes Gone. Oh, oh no. <laughs> When we're talking I'm about started. just being a little guy and just being a yeah. pathetic little guy, um, the All My Apes Gone crowd is literally like, these are like the white men that had like large amounts of money to throw around on investments and are now pretending they are the lowest rung victims of society. Well, there's, there's their it's, a sigma mind, it's a decisions. sigma grind set. It's a sigma grind set. Like I have my yeah. Listen, we do uh, okay. We just gotta do another one. Yeah, we gotta, gonna, we so, gotta, so we'll do it. We'll do a branching episode off of this yeah, one. That, we gotta do that a sigma gets, grind set because I yeah. <laughs> I got a lot of opinions. I got a lot of opinions about the sigma grind set. All right. <laughs> Jesus. Christ. Oh my God! You just ignited a fire in me. You know what oh, I'm this, saying? This has been a good podcast though, and I really feel like we actually did kind of like prove the point that we set out to prove i yeah i feel like i feel like i've been talking about this for a long time and i could literally talk about this forever about my little pony and oh, the marketing behind same. it legitimately is what like 
the marketing behind that is how we got here and that's in summation what i want to get at is the enemy here the real bad enemy here is that like market capitalism like marketing in under capitalism is this soulless cash grab attention seeking missile that is like looking to split demographics into millions and millions and millions of demographics to leave us all alienated confused and not know which direction to turn to so that way when the powers that be decide that they don't want you know people who have the ability to give birth to enact their own personal agency on whether or not they should be able to do that once they decide that they want to take that shit away from them they can do that and we're just left holding the bag and that's that's what i want to get at that's that's the most important piece of this whole thing is that mark this this marketing of of this society of this great society is fucking killing us all the all i just want to say discord all for the pursuit of that dollar right um that's all it is if you discord did that thing where it switches videos you know as grav started to speak there and marcos you you had that like perfect statement and it did like a beautiful fade out i just really i had to, I had to say something about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry yeah if you want to catch uh more of kennedy and i we also do a podcast called uh sentai truther club it's where uh we review tokusatsu think uh power rangers but from an anti-capitalist perspective and uh we're currently on a bit of a a little bit of a hiatus just because um i'm moving to albuquerque in a couple of weeks with my family uh and then from that point on uh kennedy and i will be doing in-person uh recordings together hell yeah uh so that's gonna be a lot of fun um but for now uh right now we've got uh this actually we should probably invite marcos on for a patreon episode review of this uh, but we've got a sort of like, <laughs> I, I, what, what, how would you describe Danger Five? <laughs> um, Danger Five is a show where uh, World War Two happened in the swinging sixties, um, and board. it's a, it is a profoundly anti-fascist. Uh, anti-misogynistic show uh, and it is uh, it is the craziest thing that you could possibly watch in my opinion honestly <laughs> think yeah. like Eric Andre show but set to like government Charlie's Angels <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I can't even conceptualize what that would be like yeah it's it's pretty fun uh i i i've been liking it a lot uh kennedy's watched this show a couple of times now um this is my first time watching it and we're we're releasing some episodes from behind the paywall publicly um i do have some new patreon episodes also releasing too um but yeah no if if there's any time to get into sentai truther club it's now we've reviewed uh what shit 20 20 something seasons of Power Rangers now. Power I think. You yeah. always make me feel like I you always make me feel like I don't know like I'd like I wa- I listen to the Sentai Truther Club like I've I've tried to listen to episodes and then I'm like man I just didn't have a childhood. 
straight up did, did not, I didn't absorb shit from the 90s. I don't know what the fuck happened. Yeah. And like, yeah. So I always end up, it's, it's a very funny show. And the two of you have a great, it's just very, it's just very fun. But if you're not like, for me, I I just feel bad. <laughs> you know, like, I gotta watch Power Rangers. Well, we've again. got some stuff that some we're nearing the end of Power Rangers, so that's the cool part. So mm-hmm. we're like we're in the HD era of Power Rangers right now. Um, we've only got Hell like yeah. maybe four more seasons to watch, which really ain't shit. When uh, a lot of these seasons now are twenty something episodes versus like back in the day, where it's just the mm-hmm. new wep- a new episode a week, um, which mm-hmm. is just fucking bananas. Uh, but you know we're coming up on the end of the HD era and then once we fully catch up in everything it's gonna the the show is gonna kind of morph uh, we're gonna cover other like more Japanese shows that like um, either stuff that Power Rangers didn't adapt or just like other types of stuff that are similar to it um, if you ever watch Japanese Spider-Man hit me that's that, yeah that's on the list in, that's on I'm the list of what we're gonna watch yeah. I for sure wanna watch that too I love Japanese uh, but yeah no, nah, there's, there's just Spider-Man. a bunch of stuff to cover and even the Patreon is gonna change a bit too uh, so we're we're, yeah. we're we're thinking about like what direction we're heading with all of it we're entering the the Albuquerque era of uh, of Sentai Truther Club and we've got some good stuff coming up for sure yeah. yeah, we'll also be revisiting Power Rangers in interesting ways. So don't worry if you're like, oh, I just, I love the Power Rangers so much. We're not abandoning the Power Rangers at any point. We have a lot of plans to keep revisiting the Power Rangers over like, and over. Like, did you know that Tommy um, was like, Native American, but also, like, there's this whole, like, he's actually adopted sort of thing, but he's claiming Native American, and, like, there's this whole plot line <laughs> that we fuck? completely missed in, like, Power Rangers Zeo. So we've got to cover and, that at some and point. Plot lines like that, like, there were so many plot lines over the seasons that, like, we thought, oh, we could have we could have done a whole episode just talking about this plot arc or something like that. So, things like that could be coming your way. Um, we're gonna watch um, some filler episodes that we've never seen before. Like, we'll probably at some point start doing some of the holiday episodes just to cringe really hard. And <laughs> oh, we're gonna <laughs> do a yearly laugh. like holiday uh, episode thing. That'd be funny. <laughs> yeah, we're, was... gonna, we're gonna have a lot of fun with it. So, so, so we got a lot of fun new content that we're gonna be diving into, but also. A, if you are have been with us because you fucking love the Power Rangers, don't worry. We still love the Power Rangers, and there's so much Power Rangers shit we're going to do, too. Hell yeah. All right. That's it. Thank you, guys. Thank you for coming through, and I, I appreciate this ridiculously long. I think this is our longest episode we've ever done, and I appreciate it. Thank you for the... <laughs> I'm going to probably do a two-parter for this one, but uh, all right. Bye. Bye. All right.